Hi. Hey, everybody. Hey to all you listeners. We're back. We're back. And we have a pop filter. All right. Let me just get comfortable here. Let's get this mic up to my face. There we go. Hey, how you going? Hi. Wow, hi. <laughs> Good to see so many people here in the, in the Christopher Dome. It's the whatever show. It's whatever. And I'm Christopher. Here we talk about whatever. We try not to talk about stuff that's well-worn and boring and you've had enough of. No more politics. Ugh. No more about how the Earth's going to melt and flood us all. Ugh. No more about how the, any, at any given moment an asteroid might blow us up or the sun might cook us like a, like a rotisserie chicken. Ugh. No more about celebrities saying the wrong things. No more. No more of it. Just me. Humming the theme tunes of shows that have long been cancelled. That's what you came for. And that's what I'm going to deliver. Okay? I know I know what you people want. I've heard. I've heard your cries. Christopher! You say. Well, we haven't, heard, we haven't heard a theme song for an old TV show that we don't know about in a while. Well, you're in luck. You came on a good day. Oh, I forgot how to do it. <laughs> Damn it! This whole bit's ruined! Oh, there it is. Alright, here we go. I can't do it. I can't do it. Mash. I used to be sitting at home watching TV during the day or whatever, and then Mash would come on, and I'd always be like, what is this show? There's helicopters, there's a bunch of film, a bunch of medical guys. I always thought it was funny how they ducked under the helicopters. Like, what are they, scared their head's gonna get cut off? Come on. Come on. Is this a comedy? It's a comedy. But no, that's how, that's what they would do. They'd be careful. They'd be careful of those spinning rotors. You only lose your head once. I don't know if you know that. It doesn't grow back. And if it did, you'd be an entirely different person. And you'd commit evil acts on your family. Ever since John lost his head, he's just not been the same. He's not my husband. Whatever do you mean? <laughs> who would he be? I don't know who he would, who he would be. Someone else. <laughs> Great ideas. Great ideas here. Alright, well, what's the time? I'm in the dim room, okay? The time is uh, Tuesday, <laughs> and the day is 2.44pm. The date is the 12th of October, 2021, and here in Australia, here in Melbourne, Australia, we're getting prepared, because in two weeks, we will start to become unlocked. And I know I said I wasn't going to talk about Lockdown. Did I even mention that? I don't think I did. The coronavirus. Yeah. But I'm going to mention it. We're starting to become unbuckled. It's not going to be all at once. The pants aren't just going to drop. Each notch of the belt will slowly unclip. Each little, each fastener, each button will come undone. Before the pants drop. <laughs> That's the way I see it. Little, little... Uh, look. Lockdown is a pair of 70s jeans. And Melbourne is a 26-year-old blonde. <laughs> I don't know if he was 
She's filling out those jeans. And now someone's told her that she can take her pants off. And she wants to. But one by one, her buttons have to come down. You can't do it all at once. You can't just make pants disappear. I'm not David Blaine. Yeah, little by little, it, but a lot's gonna a lot's gonna become unlocked. A lot's gonna become unlocked, if that makes sense. And um, we are getting a lot all at once. Apparently, it's in about two weeks, maybe even earlier. Things are looking up. As the last city, as the last little corner of the world to become unlocked, I'm pretty sure in the universe, apart from places that are you know locked around. You know, I'm pretty sure lockdown started in about 1953 in uh, what became North Korea. You know. <laughs> They've been locked down for some time. Lockdown's just begun in Afghanistan. You know, the burkas are back. You gotta walk around with a male escort again. If you're a man, you have to grow a big old beard. A big, itchy, bushy beard. Sucks for them. My... My thoughts are constantly drifting to the people of Afghanistan. In my own... In my own limitedly educated mind on the subject. My own limited imagination on the subject. I think about them. My mind keeps coming back to them. Poor sods. <sighs> anyway. Moving on. I thought I, I keep doing what I said I'm not going to do. I'm bringing you down. Anyway. Oh, I owe my housemate a coffee. I said I'd make him a coffee. Look, my, my housemate, as soon as he feels a tickle in his throat, he isolates and gets a COVID test. Bless him. Not that I require this of him, but he's doing it. And so when he isolates, I say, oh, can I bring you something? And he says, oh, no, no. And I said, I can make you a coffee. And he goes, ooh. And then I make him a coffee. And uh, now he, he would like one. Um, I will do that happily. By which I mean make a coffee after I finish recording the show. There we go. Look, I don't want to cut this episode up, okay? So I'm sending a text. Forgive me. I, I'm Forgive me for my laziness. All right. Now, where, 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 where am I going to start off today? I feel like the preamble's out of the way. You know, how long is the preamble? Let's find out. Podcasting is weird. Have I ever mentioned this? Eight minutes. It's nothing. It's nothing. I once did 25 minutes of preamble. I once did a whole episode where nothing was planned. I'm losing my touch. Let's have a sip of this iced coffee. Mm. Somehow, it seems to taste better if you let the let the hot coffee cool down to room temperature. And then you mix it with milk and um, maybe like no ice. It tastes pretty good. There's a dog barking outside. Alright, let's get into it. Um, I've noticed... I've noticed as I get older that I become more willing to become a more ancient version of a human, of a human being. I desire to become more ancient. Do you understand me? I feel like there was a period in my life where I was at the top of technology. I had a disc man and a flashlight, and a nightlight, and uh, a five-disc CD changer. There's a lot of CD things. I had access to a computer with Windows XP. I had a pocket radio. I had a lot of little things, you know, little knickknacks. I had a Game Boy. Now, now I just... Now I just want to watch. I just want to watch that goes TikTok. Yes, before before the app, there was a uh, TikTok meant uh, the a, the sound of a clock. Okay, stay with me. A clock powered by springs and rotors, not by electricity. I turn off all the stuff. I I I, I do what I call I debarb my phone. I take all the things, I take its fangs out. I make it so it can't bother me easily. Can't be constantly ringing about things. It's like, beep, beep. It's like, would you like to spend money? You know, I think I would. No, take that out. Take that out. You know, I've still got the phone. I've still got the iPhone. I'm not getting the newest iPhone. 
sticking with the old one. Just keeping it keeping it well protected in its wallet case. I'm using cash for the first time in years. I don't want to be traced. I drive a 16-year-old car, which I guess I've always had old cars because I've always been a bit, bit of a bit of a dirtbag. Um, my clothing is older. It's like leathery and suede and unlogoed. I wear Doc Martin boots or just plain black sneakers. If anyone ever introduces me to the idea of a new technology, I kind of, I kind of go, hmm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I have axes that I own and I keep them sharp. For when I want to chop wood out in the wood, woods. I'm becoming a more... An ancient... Per like, people are just like, you should get it, you should... You know, I don't I don't keep up with the latest... The latest social medias and video sharing, streaming pictures. I'm just, I'm just going backwards in time. I'm more interested in the acoustic guitar. Everyone's like, you should get on TikTok, make videos, it'd be funny. And I'm just like... I, I, I become all squinty-eyed. And my mouth gets serious. I go, hmm. No, I don't think so. Don't know about all that newfangled technology. I think I'll just stick to my compass and my carrier pigeon. You should get, like, Bluetooth in your car. You know, you can do, like, a hands... Hmm. Bluetooth. You know, I think the signal is carried better through my phone than through a cable. And you know, a cable, you don't have to debug. It either works or it doesn't. And you replace it. Have you tried these hoverboards? They're just like, you just can get around and... Don't know about hoverboards. Don't know if I like the idea of being carried around during leisure time without doing exercise. I think I might rely on what God gave me down there. A couple of articulated joints that would move my body around called legs. <laughs> you should try a go-get. You can, like, rent a car for 26 minutes. Thinking I'd rather be paying for a car all at once than renting one forever. Then I can keep it my way. Don't think I much like about that. By all means, you go ahead, but I don't understand the world these days. Don't much like where it's going. I'm starting to replace all my fluorescent globes back to incandescent ones, so they give that nice amber cast. Mm. Feel like my new light bulb is spying on me. Telling me when I'm turning, telling, telling Amazon when it's turning on. Sure, I like all the different colors, but I'm slowly turning into a doing like a doing like an American Indian voice. Maybe I should stop. Mm. <laughs> the FBI man. <sighs> mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I'll cut my hair with fire and scissors. It's a half baked idea, but. I don't know. Can you identify? Can you identify with how I feel about these all these new things? I think I'll sell my iPad and just buy books. I think it's better for my eyes. Plus, a book can't experience a powder power outage. Hmm. I think I like my books. I don't worry if I lose a book. It didn't cost much. I'm becoming a wizened, wise old squinty-eyed man. <laughs> okay, anyway. There's that. Um, I was thinking recently about... <laughs> this is the most random show. I was thinking uh, recently about the, uh, the HBA insurance ads that used to play. And they'd always play that song. I'd be like, whatever I do. Are you with HBA? 
And usually that song would play after someone like got hit in the mouth with like a paint can or something. And sometimes it would be, I don't know, I, those, those ads used to confuse the crap out of me. Because, like, I feel like sometimes they were supposed to be funny. Like, oh, oh, bloody hell. With me, whatever I do. Are you with HBA? But sometimes they were, like, really serious. You know, the kind of serious ones where there's lots of, like, there's, like, lots of, like, noise atmosphere. Like, so it all sounds very serious. There's no music. And then it would just be some guy walking down the street. Oh, oh, my mouth. Oh, you're right, mate. Oh, with me, I'm alive. Whatever I do. Are you with HPA? I don't know. I was thinking about those. I wanted to go check some out, but it's probably not worth it. It's probably not very interesting. Were they comedies or dramas? Or did they switch between the two? I don't know. If you remember, email me. Email me if for anything at all. Even if you just want to say hi. Especially you German listeners. I want to know who the hell you are. <laughs> Names? Papers? Proof of identification? And lineage? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, write to me at uh, whateverwithchristopher at gmail.com. Christopher spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R at gmail.com. Whatever with Christopher at gmail.com. It's your through line to me, your host. Um, say whatever you like. I don't know. Write me an email. I do like reading emails. It's it's a, it's like a fun thing. It'd be cool to get like a phone line happening on this uh, show at some point and get people calling in or leaving. Even leaving like, vo I guess you could email through like a voicemail, like a recording. And I'll play that too. I'll comp, I'll even comp that in to the show. Like, I'll play it at full quality and edit it into the show. I'll edit just for you. But anyway, that's shop talk. But, you know, while we're on the fact of shop talk, if you get any kind of value out of this podcast at all, please put a dollar value <laughs> to it and send it to me in the form of a Patreon. Go to Patreon, search into the search bar, whatever with Christopher, and you will find my Patreon page. It allows secure donations, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all great. It's all easy. You can just send me however much you want. Cancel any time. You can give me money. And then I know I can make a better show if I could just quit my job, which actually takes up a lot of hours of my time right now. I don't know if you noticed, but we do less shows now, and maybe they're a bit shorter. Work is becoming my life. This job... I mean, it's, you know, it's it's like a dead-end job. I can't, I can't stay forever. I like this podcast. I feel like it's got... I feel like it's got legs, this podcast. It's got roots. It's got potential. I feel like I have potential. And I know the show is me. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yada, yada, yada. Also, share the podcast with family and friends. Sharing is caring. Um, so saith the Lord. John 3.16. Sharing is caring. Um, help the podcast grow. Because uh, I think out of the current crop of people I've shared this with, it has terminated. The new listeners, the new listenership has terminated. I have hit a wall. Which means you've all spread it as far as you can. So, I don't know. If there's any new people out there, or even the old people. Just keep your feelers out. Keep trying to share the podcast with people. Anyway. Anyway. It might be a short one today, because I'm kind of burning through some old sort of notes. Like I, like I say, work. I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing... I'm experiencing a... A lot of change right now. There's a lot of... The lockdowns are slowly going to go away. They're very heavy at the moment. And so I'm not experiencing many things. My work requires more and more of me. I'm sitting there. I'm managing a shop. An entire shop just to myself. I've been given extra responsibilities all the time. It's it's quite an adjustment. It, I know the podcast kind of suffers sometimes because of it. And I'm sorry. But I'm sure you didn't all need five episodes a week at one hour a shot. But, you know, we, we could potentially do that. By way, I mean me. I could potentially do that if I just uh, didn't have to work. I don't require much money. I just require a bit of crumbs. I actually have a very low operating budget. I'm like, um, I'm like a Casio watch, but a man. I just require a little lithium battery every two years, and I'm good to go. I'm your ticking, beeping friend. I'm a watch. I'm a watch, TikTok. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's one of those episodes today, isn't it? 
I just get so tired from work. Anyway. Uh, I I probably got some tales from work I want to tell anyway on the show. So let's get to that right now. Da 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 da. Tales from work. Um, I was at work the other day. <laughs> I just did Bill Burr's joke. <laughs> Damn it. I'm such a copycat. Bill Burr on his podcast um, would always go. He would tell. He would start to tell a story and he'd be like, "I woke up yesterday morning, <laughs> like the blues." Uh, I just copied it. You see, I'm shifting awkwardly in my chair. I'm getting weird. It's one of those days. Anyway, I was at work and um, a believe it or not, there was an old lady in my variety shop. Could you believe that old ladies shop in a place where I sell frogs doing yoga poses? Ceramic frogs and little fairy gardens. I don't know. Who knew? Who knew old ladies spent so much time buying occasion cards that said happy birthday and balloons and stationery and kitchen bags? Who knew? I knew. Everyone knew. So there was one in there and she was it was pretty old. You know, she was she had no colour left. You know, an old <laughs> there's a point where old people lose all their colour. They have no color in their face. They have no color in their hair. I just want to like walk up to her and like slap her really hard on the shoulder to see if she like suddenly zaps back to color. Come on, what's with this thing? Come on. Ooh. Get it? Maybe you don't. Maybe you're not old enough to remember when TVs did that. They would go to black and white. Anyway, what's with the? What's with this thing? Oh, stop it! Come on. Stupid old thing. Piece of shit. You're being so rude. Okay. So, uh, yeah. She's, so, the bitch was old. I'm trying to say the bitch was old. All right. Um, and, um, of course, her mask was, like, jacked down under her nose. I don't consider it to be my duty to, to, to lecture people about COVID rules and stuff. I just, I let them be. I let them live their lives. I got my mask jacked over my nose, so I'm above criticism, except for those people who think masks are stupid, in which case I'm well within the grounds of being criticized. But no one's done that to me yet. So, I'm wearing my mask, hers is down. Yet another woman. <laughs> the shop is only frequented by women, basically. Whenever a man walks into the shop, I'm super surprised. Guys just don't shop, I guess. I don't know. Um, another woman walks in, and she's she's kind of like kind of another one of these women who's sort of blunt you know she's like a blunt sort of loud person and so she's talking around the shop and stuff and and she comes around the corner and sees this old lady the old lady who's um in black and white and um she's like you gotta (laughs) you gotta have your mask over your nose and your mouth or it doesn't work like she said it like that and the old lady just sort of half looks looks at her and just mutters, uh, whatever. <laughs> old people have become teenagers, and people approaching middle age have become have become old ladies. What is going on in the world? Everything's topsy turvy. Uh, whatever. I wish she <laughs> maybe if the woman kept insisting, she would have been like, uh, bite me, uh, sit on it. I know you are, but what am I? <sighs> but in 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 true lady fashion, they they both got over it pretty quickly. I don't I don't know what that means. I guess I'm trying to say that they're good at conflict resolution. I really have no evidence to support this. I don't know. I just always consider that women maybe are better at resolving differences. But then again, I hear about feuds going. You know, let's just let's just bring gender politics out of this. Clean slate. So. They're both queuing to uh, sell, you know, buy items from me, and and then you know this is five minutes ago. This this altercation had gone down basically, and uh, the opinionated woman again, the younger of the two, was like, "Oh, that's a that's a great bag. Where did you get that?" And then the old lady was just like, "Oh, I got it down the road." And they just they were it's like they were friends again. I don't know what happened. Maybe I read the situation wrong, but uh, they were over it. Ooh, whatever. 
I don't know. It, it's one of the great pr- pleasures in life, hearing a hundred old, a hundred year old woman just go, whatever. <laughs> it tickled me so. I then I wish she kind of like produced a skateboard from behind her back and just like skated off, rattling a spray can. Up yours. Anyway, we're getting into like MTV territory now, so let's just move away. Old lady, old ladies acting like bratty teenagers is funny. They shouldn't swear. Someone called Betty White. She should play that role. Ugh. Okay, let's top up the coffee here. You know when you get a milkshake in a cafe and they give you, they give you the metal jug it came with and they give you an extra on the side? This is something they do in Australia. They will serve you. They will serve you a milkshake in a glass. And then they'll give you extra from the metal jug that, from the milkshake maker on the side. I just did that with coffee. I've got a metal, a little metal jug that I use to steam milk, and I put a little extra iced coffee in there because I was drinking out of a small glass. You, I could have just drunk out of a big glass, but I, I wanted to get the ratios right, I guess. Hmm, sorry, that was a weird sound. Can you believe that came from my chest? That sounded... That sounded... <laughs> Did you like that? Do you like that when I pretend to have a heart attack? Is that fun? I had fun. Alright, what was I talking about? I can't remember. I got so excited about doing that stupid thing that I um I can't remember. <sighs> what was I talking about? Read your notes, man. Read your notes. The milkshake thing, yeah. I just did that with coffee. I put I put a little extra in there. Well, that was that was going nowhere. So let's just move on. <laughs> I suck. All right. Um. Speaking of course, of course, ladies that visit my shop. Um, the one who was kind of loudly asking about the race of my bosses. Uh, came in again. The one who was like, What are these things on the floor? Oh, those are leaves. Oh. Do you inflate the balloons with helium? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that for you. I got the helium tank here. Okay. It's Asians that run the shop, isn't it? It's Asians? My bosses are Chinese, yes. Okay. Because we're all talking about it. All us business owners in the street. <laughs> anyway, her... her that's, that, was the, that was the interaction. Her, her, she brought in her, her daughter. And her daughter is just like her. Which I think is great. It runs in the family. This, this level of... I don't know. I guess like... Unself-aware obnoxiousness. Like, I, I wouldn't say they're bad people. But they just kind of yell out what they think. And, and they don't... Worry about how it sounds. Does it sound familiar? Yeah, they're they're a bit like podcasters. <laughs> um. So yeah, they came in and um, they were looking. The, the woman had a daughter who was like you know late teens or something. And I was at the counter, and she was right next to the counter there where I was. She was looking at the toys and stuff, and she was like to her mother like loudly. She was like, "Oh, they actually have like good stuff here, mum." It's actually like, oh, they actually sell like good stuff. And it's just like, oh my God, the uncouthness of these people. They're so uncouth. I couldn't believe it. Old Jack Yang is going to turn over in his grave. We're not alive these past 40 years. Mm. Ugh. I don't know. I thought it was funny. And that's how I end every story on the show. I, I really need a I really need a studio audience so I can tell whether I'm I'm being amusing or at least entertaining. Like I want to be able to look over at a grandstand and see a bunch of people either laughing, cracking up, laughing, maybe like shaking their heads and looking, you know, looking, frowning, or maybe like uh, sort of nodding their heads, looking looking like they're engaged, looking like they're thinking. I want those reactions because I don't know what I'm doing. Just throwing it out there. 
Okay. Donate to the Patreon and I'll I'll get a bunch of paid people. I'll get a grandstand in my room and I'll pile it up with people. Alright. So, uh I don't want to talk about anything. See, a lot of these a lot of this stuff I've written down was for like an older episode, and um I'm I feel like I don't have connection to the to the subjects anymore. But we just gotta muddle through it, because I gotta kind of clear the notes. It's a whole thing. Alright? Stick with me. <sighs> Let's just have a bit more coffee. Hmm? Running a consistently good show is hard. Life happens. Um, I found out at work I'm being spied on. So that was fun. Um, my work is covered in security cameras. And security camera. I didn't realize this because I'm, again, I'm like, hmm. Don't think I need security cameras in my life. Thinking I'll just lock the door. But, you know, like, security cameras are more easy to use than ever. You can just, like, log into your phone and view the feed now, I, I guess. They've made it very easy, which I don't like, because now it's just easier than ever for bosses to just to spy on people in their work. So I get a call at work, and it's Jackie Hang. Could you believe it? He called me. Um, but, yeah, he was basically saying, uh, stop sitting down. <laughs> Don't, he said, his words were, don't, don't ever sit down. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I work nine and a half hour shifts. I've since got my sitting privileges back, but I was distraught because I realized, I looked up at the camera and I realized he was spying on me from, I don't, from God knows where. Nowhere near this business, I assume. At, at home, playing with his kids or whatever. I wish I, could, I wish I could work through those cameras and play with imaginary kids. I don't know. I don't have kids. But I am an uncle. Um, Leo. <sighs> so it, I found that very disturbing. So I, I, I work alone, but at any point, old Jack Yang can look through his electric eye and view my activities and place a call to me, telling me what to do or scolding me. I, 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 I took this to people I knew. I said, can you believe it? They're using the cameras to spy on me. I thought they were for thefts and they're just watching me. It's such a, it's a violation. I feel violated. And everyone, everyone's response is the same. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they can, just, they can just do that. And that's just, that's just what bosses do now. And I'm just like, but it's not fair. I don't want to live in that world. I want to know I'm being looked at. I don't want to always be guessing. I don't want to live in a surveillance state. I don't like it. I don't want to live in that world. But whatever. Ugh. I don't like it. I think I do a fine job at work. But now, now I can get nitpicked from anywhere in the world. <laughs> As if I didn't have enough problems with my confidence. Guys can nitpick me while, me, while he's on a beach. Excuse me, Christopher. A seagull grabbed my lunch. But uh, you, you do more work now. I gotta chase seagull. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Enjoy the Philippines. Damn seagulls. <laughs> I'll try to work harder. Uh, so I've, I've since gotten used to this idea. My strategy has become is uh, all, all day at work. I just keep moving. I just keep moving so that uh, so that he has trouble tracking me on those cameras because he'll have to look from screen to screen. I just I'm just always people are talking to me. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm just going. Oh, can I help you later? I'm just walking around, evading security cameras. My life has become Hitman or Metal Gear Solid. I'm just evading security cameras. It's a stealth mission. I found out at the backs of the the backs of the aisles, uh, the security cameras can't see there. So sometimes I walk back, you know, I walk through the aisles with purpose, and then I go to round the corner and I just stop. I just go off the screen. Where did he go? He's off the grid, man. Send someone down there now. Uh, 
Um, yeah, and that's when I maybe look at my phone or sit on the ground for a second. I have to stand for nine and a half hours. My back gets sore. My shoulders get sore. I carry a lot of tension in my shoulders. I only realized, I only figured out recently what that means. It means that if you're stressing out through the day, you're tensing certain muscles. Oh. It's true. I get sore shoulders because I carry the weight of the world on them. And I carry your hopes and dreams with me onto this podcast. I'm a very important figure. And here is my very important finger. And I have nowhere else to go with that. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 my life now. Um, the, the unfortunate byproduct of um, constantly trying to move around the shop and evade security cameras and uh, duck behind aisles is that I actually get more work done. But there isn't really a critical mass of work that requires doing. It's sort of just my mission statement is vague. Your mission. Judge is to accept it. Is as follows. Keep the shop nice. Make the shop run. Sell things to people. Be nice. Make sure you don't get robbed a whole lot. Lock the shop and go home. It's it's hard to know when you're working enough and when you're working too much. But I am coming home from work. Shot to hell. Tired. I could choose to just fall asleep while I'm driving home. I don't. I just drive. I'm old enough now to know what falling asleep feels like in a car. I've done it too many times. But it's it's a tiring job. I don't know. It, it is one of those things. I can honestly work so hard and so fast, but we all know there's a limit to how hard you can work on a consistent basis. How much do you push yourself? How much work is enough? How many tasks per hour is enough? I don't know. But all I know is they don't pay me enough for any of this. I don't get paid enough to not sit down ever. I don't get paid enough to get spied on. I don't pay, get paid enough to even run a shop. But I negotiated and I got my chair back, so all's forgiven. <laughs> me and Jack Yang are on good terms once more, which is good because Jack Yang controls my destiny. He has his destiny in the palm of his tanned olive hands. Smooth as a baby's bottom. Those hands... It's a good place to place one's life, because it's soft and lovely. Mm. Anyway. I don't know. There's, ta there's another Tales from Work from me. <laughs> there's not much else that's going on, huh? I'll, I'll tell you what else happens at, sh at the shop a lot. Um, I stand behind the counter, you know, see seeing if anyone's going to come up to it. Because people hang around... Because the shop is... Just crammed full of goods. So people often hang around the cash register and I have to wait there in case they suddenly decide to come up and buy things. And there's a lot of stuff that kids like in the shop. And so kids are constantly running around. You know, toddlers, people who are older than toddlers. Anywhere from toddlers to ten. They're just running around, right? And I have to... Life is hard for me because I have to noticeably... I noticeably wince when I hear these terrible children's names. Everyone's always like, Galahad, come back. Come over here, please, Galahad. Or what's another one? Lancaster? Lancaster, come back to mummy, please. Lancaster, they've always got like a short name for them. Lenny? Lanka? Lanka? Come back here, Lancaster. And they're all this. And I, don't, I don't understand where, people, where these parents get the balls to name their children such awful dumb names because they're all at the end of the day they're all just booger eaters anyway who like put the most random things in their mouth and get their drool over them I, I just not sure I believe in fancy children's names for like regular adults unremarkable people should not give their children remarkable names there's 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 the concept um, I'm just going to put that out there I'm not going to go back on it I'm not going to examine it it's done. So everyone, bring bring back the Bobs and Bills and Jessicas, okay? Because you're not you're not cutting it. You're not cutting it with all these children, all these little booger eating children named Ebony and <laughs> Celeste, Celestia, or whatever. <laughs> They're so dumb names. 
I think I think that if you name your child something remarkable, they're gonna turn out completely unremarkable. I met this guy called Tree. And he was such a tree like he was he was scared of his own shadow <laughs> and and was trying to control what was happening with other people because everything made him nervous. I guess that's more kitten. You know, or I don't know. Tree. Anyway. Just name yourself Bill. And Sarah. Name your kids that, because then when they when they do something slightly remarkable, you'll you'll be you'll be surprised. <laughs> Put the set the bar low for your kids with their names. Do you ever, do you ever think as a parent that you, you like look at your kid and you're like, this kid might grow up to be a real piece of shit. I don't even like this kid already. I mean, I love it, but I don't like it. This kid's a real douche. I guess all kids are douches. The good ones are the ones who stop being kids. Because kids, they only care about themselves. That's, I mean, I feel like they try, which is how you know a good kid. But there's this, there's this girl who comes into my shop. She's like four. Her name's Evie. And I remembered her name because she's so dead. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just have like a soft, I have such a soft spot for sweet little girls and i know how that sounds but it's it's honestly it's just the parent in me it's like it's like the parenting instinct i just want to look after her she's so adorable and so sweet i just want to look after her so hard and and so i remember i remember her name she comes in i go oh hi evie <laughs> once i confused her because i was walking down the street away from work for a second and uh she was in baker's delight and uh, there was a bicyclist trying to get by her and i was just from down the street i was like watch out evie <laughs> And she was like, who, who are you? Who knows my name? What? <laughs> she barely knows me. I talk to her about things and it just, she just kind of goes back to whatever she was talking about. She's like, I found a spring. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Uh, yeah. I have a collection of springs. And she's like, I also found a rock. <laughs> but she seems so sweet and nice and happy. And she just talks to everyone. I don't know. I can't help it. When when she when she went to because and because you know work can be kind of boring when she goes and turns to leave the shop. I found myself wishing for just a split second, like this just popped into my head, just wishing for a split second that all her parents and loved ones and next of kin would just die, in some freak accident, and then I was the closest thing she had to a guardian because I've like kind of half babysat her in the shop for like a combined total of forty minutes, and then I have to look after her, and then I have to be her dad. That was the that was the fantasy I had for a split second. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe you should just like get married and have some kids already. Cause you're getting clucky, sir. You're getting clucky to the point of wishing murder on people. And that's who I am. <laughs> just kids are so cute. There's a thing, isn't it, where if you're a guy, you 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 find like tiny little girls cuter and if you're a woman you find like little boys cuter i think it's because you can see their mind working in your in your uh gender you can see the way their minds work and so you kind of go oh yeah okay i see what they're doing whereas if they're the opposite you kind of don't see that and you're sort of charmed by them i don't know i think there's something like that going on with with parents because it's isn't it always like that the the, the daughters like the dad the most and the sons like the mother the most. They sort of go to that. There's something like that, right? I don't know. People are people are interesting things. Anyway, oh, it's it's also funny. Um, whenever because people people know people, I guess they they assume. I don't I don't know because I I know they've seen my bosses there who are Chinese, right? at my work. And um when they're not there and I've walked down the aisle to do something and and uh there's no one at the cash register and these people in my shop want to ask a question, they just go to the nearest Asian person and just start asking them questions about the shop. <laughs> this keeps happening. They asked Helen, my friend, who's a 73-year-old woman from Hong Kong. 
Well, mind you, she was wearing a red vest, which looked like she was working there. That's kind of a Walmart look, right? They they just they just ask the nearest Asian p- person. They're like, "Where can I find paper clips?" And this person's always like, "I don't know." <laughs> oh my god, the the presumptuousness of these people. I would I would I would not want to risk it. I would not. I mean, sure, your mind kind of knows what who might be the boss, but you don't want to just look at an Asian person and go, "I'm going to go as like you want to kind of you got to kind of test the water, right? You want to." If you really think they might work there, you're kind of going to be like, excuse me, do you work there? I'm just waiting for at some point where one of these, like, someone asks an Asian woman a question who doesn't um, work in my shop. And she's like, why are you asking that? Is it because I'm Asian? And I want to see where that goes because I, I like drama and um, conflict as long as I'm not part of it. Who doesn't? Who doesn't slow down for a car crash? But I feel bad because I feel bad. For these people, because they must just go from shop to shop, being asked if they work there, depending on the shop. They might they, they, they just un, unscrupulous, non-detail oriented Australians just wandering about Asian groceries or, or, homeware shops, two dollar shops, restaurants. Just asking opinions from people who just want to shop and be left alone and not be judged on the basis of their race, <laughs> not be assessed on the basis of their race. Yay, yay. It's uncomfortable being a fish out of water. When I, when I was when I was uh, in India, I befriended some Indians, believe it or not, in uh, Mumbai, and they would they would drive me around. They'd put put me on the back of a scooter or a motorbike and take me take me somewhere, show me something in the city. And I I said so me this six foot four tall white guy with long hair at the time apparently this is this is a, a big deal um, I stand out like a sore thumb because people were just staring at me from the street I was just driving by people were just people were coming out of their shops to get a look at me as I was riding by it was like I was an elephant on the back of that thing although I guess if an elephant walked down the street they they wouldn't uh, be too shocked because there are there are random elephants like just across across India I saw a few I don't know white men's are white men are a sight to behold and uh, elephants aren't so it's it's backwards world I don't know I, I I wasn't there long enough to feel uncomfortable about it in fact I liked the attention I was actually invite I was walking down the street and there was a wedding procession with horses and people dancing in the street. They would dance all the way to a giant tent where the wedding ceremony would be held. I, People insisted that I join them, and I think it was for luck. And so they insisted that I dance with them down the street, and so of course I did, because I like joining in fun things. <laughs> and like I say, I don't mind the attention. So I just started dancing well higher above them all, and I started. Eventually, I, I I plucked up the courage to do to do some some sort of sort of Bollywood dance moves that I'd seen. And uh, yeah, luckily that went over well, and uh, they enjoyed that. They were like, "He's doing the dance. He's doing the way we dance. He's he is. We've been blessed." And we just kept dancing and dancing until we reached this huge tent, like a circus tent. And they were like, "Come in!" And I was like, "I." I feel like I don't have the absolute blessing of this whole crowd to go actually watch the wedding ceremony and be part of it. Maybe even steal focus. So I didn't go into the tent. And they seemed to be okay with that. So I think I participated just enough in in that wedding. <laughs> in that Mumbai wedding. It was awesome. It was really awesome. Um, sometimes life does become Bollywood in India. I'm I'm not going to lie. And also sometimes it's kind of it's kind of like being in the third world at the same time as well. So you you got to you got to you got to be prepared for everything. I saw rivers made of garbage. I didn't understand how they flowed, but they flowed like a bunch of ants were carrying the bottles. You know, I saw high voltage power lines going into the middle of a footpath, into the middle of a street where a vibrant community was living. The long kind, the big the big kind of power power lines. I feel like I can't get my words out today. I feel like I'm not very eloquent today. But again, I also saw elephants, monkeys, 
I saw deserts with ancient ruins made of stone sticking out of them with intricate carvings of Ganesh and, and um, frescas on those walls with no sign of upkeep or, or, or rails, no, no, no paid entry. They were just, these ruins were just growing out of the ground for miles around. You could just stumble upon these things. That's something special. India, incredible India. They're right. It is incredible. But you got to be prepared. There's a splash of poverty in India. And there's things that result in that. I would, I would, if I, if I was going to India, I'd bring some muscle. Luckily, I am the muscle because uh, I'm, I'm a big person. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't worry too much. But again, I don't, I, I, I try not to walk in, in places in the dark too much out there, you know? You've got more money than most of the people there. You feel me? Anyway, I don't know how we got into talking about this. Let's move on. Let's move on. You know, let's not move on. I think that's enough. I feel like I've done a whole episode now. Let's call it there. Um, yeah. Stick with me as I wrestle the rhythm of this show out. Like I say, this is a transitional time in my life, in the show, in many people's lives. We just gotta roll with it, for better or worse. Things will stabilize. And the show has its ups and its downs, huh? I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you soon.